0: We learn from it. We keep moving on. Yeah. Wow. But welcome back to the Bank Cave Podcast. Uh, if you find yourself clicking the video, please like and subscribe. Uh, we're trying to get better at what we're doing here. So if you find yourself clicking off the video for any reason, please comment down below so that we can take note of it. All right. We're trying to get better at what we're doing. And we can only get so much feedback yeah. from the people around us. So uh, you guys out there that we don't know, let us know what you guys are looking for and we'll try to give it to you. And
1: drop the addy so we can pull up.
0: Anyway, let's uh, slide the intro in. See that's an like editing type shit that. Ooh, that was fire! You <laughs> see, oh, this is the why I don't fight. And part <laughs> of me thinks he might actually shake my hand now because it was pretty sick. And then he fucking <sighs> so. ah. fuck it, fuck it, slide, slide, did try. <laughs> What's going on With Doja Cat You're a big Doja Cat fan Why do people Keep
1: saying that Because I was posting About her on IG um, You
0: know it, it is You know
1: You're putting it out there So I will say at Planet, her album Was fire I'll say that I thought Doja Cat Was bad at first When she first came out When she had I've seen Macau, old, I've seen Old
0: videos And yeah. shit And pictures of her and She was attractive Yeah Now I don't know What the fuck yeah, happened
1: This nigga done swapped Bodies with an alien
0: but she is fucking going down a fucking crazy path, bro. Like, obviously, there was um, her two songs that just came out.
1: I only heard the one. um, um Something Demon or something. There's
0: Demon that just came out uh, oh. this week. And then I think last week uh, was the other one. Let me see. What was that
1: one called? Do we get clipped by YouTube for playing this? I'm not playing it. I'm just playing okay. it. Paint the town red. Paint the Town Red. Paint the Town Red
0: and then followed up by Demon. And in Paint the Town Red, have you seen the music video at all?
1: Is that the one where she's in the bathtub with the No, I think that's Demon. Demon. Okay. Yeah. I haven't so seen Paint
0: the Paint the, the, the Town, town red, red has um it's pretty normal for a second, but then she's ends up like singing next to like the Grim Reaper and hanging oh. out with the Grim Reaper. And then in the reflection of his scythe is her, but just covered in blood. Okay. Right? It's like the visual st- symbolism is, is wild. Yeah. And then you follow that up with Demon, which, I, I mean, you're just you're I, just set
1: full sending. I thought the fucking visuals for that video were fire. Visually, very, very yeah. nice. I mean, she can't rap for shit. So I'm sorry, Doja Cat, but you ain't the fucking best lyricist in the world. But your, uh, your concept... And visual effects person. Uh, the whole video, honestly, could be like something off of a, like a thriller type-esque, maybe like a video turned movie. You know what I mean? Like how Kanye did the and runaway that, that, that's shit. That's her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, full I mean, All he did was paint her black and put the horns on her. Oh, the
0: eyes are naturally red? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, nah, that's a that's a crazy pick to just. What do you think is happening with her? Like, why? If from a marketing standpoint, as somebody who understands marketing and and internet presence and all of that, what do you think is happening with her?
0: Uh, it. it I, it's hard to speak on it, obviously, because we're just reading it from the outside in. Yeah. But if I had to I'm take asking, a guess... Yeah, I'm asking you to take a guess. That's what I'm literally saying. Oh, is that what you said? I, I thought you were that. saying "Do you know what's going uh, on because I'm in that world. What do you think, do you think is world. happening?
1: As somebody who's in what do you So imagine? as somebody that
0: has no idea what's happening, just start over. <laughs> um, I mean, I, we've all heard the stories, right? We've I've all heard that. the conspiracy theories about... Uh, When a celebrity becomes or gets to that point of fame, they sell their souls. But is she at that point? Uh, I think what's happening now, and that's why it kind of makes it a little tough to like negate the conspiracy theory, Mm -hmm. is that she was obviously growing, right? She was getting big and she was getting big Mm -hmm. uh, quickly at that time. Like she's been around for a while, okay, but she started blowing up pretty quickly. And then what happens is when you start to get that traction – uh, from the theory is that you're offered the opportunity to take your fame and your celebrity c- status to the next level. Right. Right. Um, and that's what's kind of what it looks like now. I mean, n- there's nobody that doesn't know who Doja Cat is. All right. Uh, and then you drop two songs back to back who trend the day that they come out.
1: That that demon shit is like number two on on YouTube right now for music. And then
0: Paint the Town Red did very well as mm-hmm. well when it came out. Um, but I think that it's like when you get to that point, you have to kind of keep pushing it forward. And if I had to guess, she's kind of feeding into it. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is what people think is happening. So I'm just going to go full send and make it look like that's exactly what's happening yeah but then you can have the conversation of like is that then more just smoke and mirrors and being like well she's showing us this so that's can't be what's happening because if it was why would she show us yeah you know what i mean right so i think it's it's a tough situation because it's it's complete
1: opposite from what she used to do i want to talk about the selling the soul thing later on too um there's something i wanted to bring up but um yeah, it's, for me, it just feels like like exactly what you said. Like people already have this perception that oh, you make you blow up, you're famous, you get big overnight, which all like I learned about Doja Cat probably almost ten years ago at this point. Yeah, so that's why I said so like she's like, been around yeah. for a while.
0: But then there's a point where if you stay consistent, something happens, and you just TikTok probably just.
1: Started putting her name out. Started putting her music out. She started growing. I I mean, the scientific term for that is the compound effect where it's like after you're consistent for so long, like eventually it's going to hit and it's going to be, you know, massive, massive growth. It's like essentially interest Mm -hmm. like uh, from just because also she went pop before she was just kind of doing little, I guess you can call it rap shit and then like but like that's the thing i've noticed with a lot of black artists is they do the rap thing, black people put them on, they get big, and then they go pop and they go international. Okay. You know what i mean? Yeah, like yeah. Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi started to do the pop, dance, all of that shit blew up. Um who else actually can i can i use as an example? There's a lot of people who did that shit. Drake
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Drake went to the pop shit but I mean Drake always I think the biggest one that can be talked
0: about is fucking Taylor Swift Taylor Swift started off as country music
1: and and, then she went pop
0: and as soon as she went
1: pop took off and she never went back yeah that's actually a super valid point Katy Perry I don't even actually I don't even know because I I didn't follow a lot of Katy Perry's earlier shit she might have always been pop
0: Uh Yeah, I knew her when she was on the fucking radio type shit, so. Radio type shit. Is that what you, the lingo, right?
1: Type shit. Do I fit in? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck.
0: I'm trying to get the lyrics for uh, Demon.
1: Yeah, but I think that's what she's doing. I think she's just leaning into the conspiracy theory. Because, like, there are people who think that all the time. Like, oh, it's the Illuminati. It's the Illuminati. It's the Illuminati. She sold her soul. So then they're, like, analyzing every lyric. They're looking at every video, Mm -hmm. looking for, like, I got you. Like, this is it. Okay.
0: Well, this is a crazy... She got six bars. I got you. Six lines. This is six, six, six. Yeah. Uh, Because you have the video, which, again, we said is crazy. Yeah. Um, But then you have lines like this. Like, I'm a puppet. I'm a sheep. I'm a cash cow. Right? It just... Makes it seem like she's being puppeteered by somebody. Yeah. There's, there's a bigger yeah. uh, source that's manipulating her to, yeah. to do this, right. right? So it reinforces the idea that oh yeah, she definitely sold her soul, right. right? The demon or, or the devil or whoever it is, the Illuminati, whatever people want to call it. Oh, they control her now. Like she even said in her lyric, "I'm a puppet, I'm a sheep." Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's It just pushes the envelope so much further. When you combine that with the fucking music
1: video that she just... Came and you out. know what's so funny is that unless you're like somebody who thinks out of the box, you'll never even pick up on it because it's music, it's catchy, it's poppy, it's you know, it makes you vibe out. Yeah. You don't even listen to the fucking lyrics; it just goes right over your head. Yeah. So she could fun. literally put in her put in one of her songs. I stab niggas. I grab niggas. <laughs> kill them all, then, I, you know, like some old crazy sh- and you wouldn't even think about it twice.
0: It's like a step-by-step process yeah. on how to create right. a sacrifice. If, if Jeffrey
1: <laughs> Dahmer Di- was alive and put out a rap about how he killed everybody. They'd be on the internet telling this shit is fire. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't even fucking think about it. So now she's just in a place where, like, she has one of two options. She can lean all the way into it and ride the wave as long as it'll take her. hmm or she can be like, ah, oh, this was fun. This is just a little phase. Now I'm gonna go do something else. Because I, I noticed on even on iTunes that she changed the color of the Planet Her album. It used to be blue in the background. Now it's red.
0: Oh, for the devil.
1: <laughs> red for blood. Do you believe in the devil? Ah, oh, man, that's a that's a question, isn't it? I mean, um, we have to kind of talk about that now since we're talking about yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody knows what they say about Hollywood and how it's evil. And it's
0: so I believe blah, in blah, blah, evil blah, blah. people. Yeah. I think people can have really evil intentions and they just, you know, money is a fucking crazy thing to chase for. Yeah. And you don't care about anybody else. The devil, demons, angel, God. It, there's too much questions that don't have answers. Right. Um, that you're just kind of asking me to believe on. Because on because believe in yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So that's that's what's the challenge. I mean, there are times in people's lives, I think, when they're going through a hard time and it would make them feel better to think that there is a God and there are there's a higher power yeah. and not everything you do is within your own control. Right. Uh, to give you some kind of faith, some hope that everything's going to be all right. Um. But that's why it makes it hard for me to believe, though, you sold your soul to the devil type conspiracy theory, because I just don't believe in that.
1: Yeah. What about you? Well, I just came from church earlier. That was a great service. Shout out uh, Pastor Ted Winsley. Um, I believe that there's a God or a higher power. Uh, Call him God because that's what I was taught as a kid. Like the higher power is God. Like, you know, the higher power could be anything or anybody. But I do believe that there is something greater than human beings, whether you want to call it the universe, whatever, whatever. And... My thing with that is, like, for every for every thing there is on this earth, there is something equally as strong, or you know, everything has its opposite, essentially. So it only makes sense that if there's a god, there's the devil. But my thing is, if there is a god, and this is always why you know I've struggled with embracing religion as a whole, is if there is a god, why does God allow such horrible things to happen to people? Like, oh, because you get to go to heaven. What sense does that make if I'm going to be tortured for all of my life on this earth? My reward is that I get to go to heaven.
0: Yeah, that's always been, uh, and it's a strong argument. Like, if you're going to sit here and tell me that the gift from God is free will, so we have that ability to choose to do evil things or right. to choose to do bad things.
1: Oh, ho! Oh, but but you're also, you're, your fate is predetermined. Remember that. Like, what do you mean? So, like, from the time you're born, essentially, God has already oh, okay. mapped yeah, your like life out for you. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's true. So, if I'm born a bad person, are we supposed to say that God made me a bad person? Like, that's how I was supposed to be. So, it's very problematic. Uh, and that's why it's like, I think people create religion to kind of remove accountability from themselves. Oh. I said, oh, oh, yeah, Ooh. Uh, because <laughs> if if I'm doing evil things, yeah, you know, a demon made me do it. The devil made yeah. me do it. I'm removing that accountability. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's even people that struggle with giving themselves accountability with doing well in life. It's like, oh, by God's grace, I was able to get this job and now I'm making decent money. Yeah. Like, no, you did that. You mm. put in the work. You made yourself a, a good enough employee, work ethic. you pushed yourself hard enough to become a, a person that that job wanted to hire and now you're worth or you're getting the money that you need in this situation for yourself. That was It's not a God thing. You did that. Like that, that's always been a, a something that I see regularly where people are like, because God allowed me to do this. Like, no, you put the fucking work in and you created
1: this opportunity for yourself. And it, and it works both ways though because I look at certain people in my life shout out to Abby um people who believe strongly and wholeheartedly in God right and what I, what I'll say is from outside looking in because you know I believe in God like I, I try to do my best to live as a decent human being I pray I pray every now and and not as you know not daily or anything like that but look at people like like her and people who are like strong with their faith but also have strong work ethic and the 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 two things that are kind of like aligned with the teachings of like religion and work ethic are just do the work don't think about it Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like what they what they teach you in church is like you know have faith just just take the first step and Go down this path knowing that no matter what, it'll work out for you in the end. And that's like something that you should apply to with anything you're doing, whether it's podcasting or you're, you're, you're going to school. If there's something that you really want to do, you got to take the first step and believe that no matter what, I'm going to succeed because I'm going to put in the work. And I think that's that's the biggest thing that people can take away from learning about religion or God or whatever is... Like have faith in yourself and have faith in like your ability to achieve results. And they can also cripple you because there's people who just pray, 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 pray and never do the fucking work. So then they end up with nothing at the end of their lives except, oh, she was a God fearing woman, but she was a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt. She had cancer. And she left her kids nothing but medical bills and student loans.
0: Yeah, I think it's it comes down to. I mean, I'm, I hope it doesn't come off anyway that I'm like disagreeing with people who follow religion. Like I mean, my wife's religious, her family's religious. You know, go. You should for be it.
1: allowed to ask questions.
0: So. I think it's unhealthy to not ask questions. If you blindly follow something without asking questions. Not a good thing. No. You need to it's be like a ha- cult. Yeah, exactly. Very cultish if you're not allowed to ask questions, um, but it, it has to be balanced, yeah. right? So just like you said, like if somebody's like, "Oh, well, I pray all the time," but they don't put the work in, it's not balanced. You know what I mean? So it, you, if you're gonna do one, you have to do the other. Uh, but I just. You know, like I said, I struggle with the idea that people don't give themselves accountability when they do something good or try to shift it when they do something bad.
1: Yeah, because it's almost like your your effort is unimportant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't celebrate your wins or if you don't give yourself grace or props for the work that you put in, it doesn't matter. Like you can just do whatever. Yep. If you believe in God, it's gonna work. That's not true. You gotta put the work in and towards something that you know, essentially you hope will yield positive results. Like, If I want to be the world's best sleeper, what the fuck is that? I mean, maybe now in today's world, that could get me a fucking hundred million dollars on TikTok. But Give you like, a kick uh, sponsorship. Yeah, like, oh, this episode is brought to you by um, Casper Mattress. Like, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like that type of shit. Larry's sleeping for 16 hours straight, and he's going to get the best sleep he ever had because he's sleeping on a Casper Mattress
0: come on bro yeah so um that that's where i stand on that so that's why it leads me to be ask questions and to challenge the theory that people are like oh she sold her soul and it's not the first time that we see that uh whenever we see for whatever reason a black person win and become (laughs) successful oh they sold their soul and i remember asking somebody on fucking youtube comments that was like, do white people sell their soul for success, or is it just a black person thing? Right. And they were, and then they went down a fucking different conversation like God. about God, and that's that's just like, it's craziness.
1: I, you know, I think if you dig long enough, you'll find a white person who will agree with you, because I remember I don't know if it was like a documentary or something that I saw where, um, I think it was Katy Perry who, she was. Like just hitting that point of trying to become like the megastar, and she went to go see some woman. Um, let me see if I can find what I'm talking about. She went to go see this woman who supposedly does like soul cooking or some shit. Soul cooking? Yeah. S o. Um, like soul food. <laughs> you no, know, she apparently does some like kind of some kind of ritual
0: to cook souls. It's like a
1: a uh, uh, smorgasbord and. She fucking this lady like basically has something that looks like a body laying on a table, and you gotta like do all kind of weird. So it's like a <laughs> so
0: cautery board. So cool. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, that shit was weird as fuck, man. Uh, I'll I'll find it later, and uh, we can maybe post it. But yeah, that shit was that shit was crazy, man. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. But I, I mean, it's not it's not uncommon for people to think that shit like that happens because every time there's like some sort of conspiracy or some rumblings of something happening, you usually find out later, like, Oh, it wasn't that far off. Like they were talking about years ago, how people worshiped Star Trek and all this weird ass shit as a religion. Turns out Scientology is a real thing. Motherfuckers like, um, what's the guy from Tom Cruise. Cruise. And then all these other people, all part of it, kidnapping kids the girl from smallville she was supposedly supposedly arrested
0: oh for real you never heard about I never that, heard of
1: that no. she was arrested for trafficking like um women or some some old crazy shit um oh, that's God. a whole different like that whole world <laughs> is crazy dude did you ever hear about the um, sound of freedom movie I heard about it. I never got to watch it. It was getting so many like mixed reviews.
0: So the the only thing that I really heard was that there was another conspiracy theory that the government or, uh, you know the <clears throat> Hollywood doesn't want you to watch this the the uh Sound, uh, Sound of Freedom. So yeah. Actor released from prison for role in sex trafficking case tied to cult like group. Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But that's. To, to, I'll get back to that. But. It's so weird. Like, why do people not? I feel like there's a very thin line between religion and then cult. Very thin. Very thin line. Yeah. Um. So it's like, oh well, this. That's why I, I joke about it. But being a Jehovah's Witness for so long, and then looking back on it, I'm like very cult type vibes.
1: <laughs> like everybody who's ever been in it and got out has said the same thing.
0: Yeah. So it's it's. That's why I have my doubts. You know, I've experienced it. I've been in a very religious situation. Uh, Went into it myself. I got baptized. I've presented and read scriptures literally in front of thousands of people. You get baptized
1: as a Jehovah Witness? Yeah. I never knew that.
0: Um, Like, I've gone down that path. I've followed it, and I've done everything that uh, was asked of me. Yeah, You know what I mean? Uh, But I remember the second that I started asking questions, and this was like at a year. I was 14, 15, Mm. right? Just really being pushed into religion uh by combination of people. It was like my mom wanted to get into it because her parents weren't didn't really want us around them if we weren't following the religion, right? So that's another thing is like religion causes people to do bad things yeah. and to ignore each other because yeah. you don't follow my religion. Yeah.
1: So religion's man-made. Yeah.
0: So that's when I started following the religion and I like I full sent it in. But the second that I started asking questions, people started seeing me differently, treating me differently. Um, I was like, Well, this doesn't make sense. Like, what if this were to happen? And da da da. da. And then people were like, well, Aren't you baptized? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, Why are you asking these questions? Like, what do you mean? I can't ask questions because I'm baptized. Like, I should just f- silently follow what that's the fuck is going stupid. on. So that's that's problematic. Um, but to get back to the Sound of Freedom conversation, so there was like the conspiracy theory that Hollywood didn't want people to watch these movies or watch this movie because it was shining a light on um, child trafficking. Uh, who's involved in child trafficking? That whole world mm-hmm. um, is what this movie is supposed to be shining a light on. So there's like people talking about some, oh, I went to AMC to go watch it. And they said that the, the, the air conditioning is off in the, in the auditorium that we normally or the room that we watch it. Uh, so they canceled our tickets or we bought tickets. We went in there and the lights never shut off during the movie. Uh, it was a bunch of stories like this rotating really? around TikTok. Yeah. Uh, where they were like, yeah, the, the Hollywood just doesn't want you to watch this movie.
1: Some people are probably just fucking crazy, though.
0: Yeah. But I think I let me look this up um, uh, before. Well, I- let me
1: let me let me say this, because I don't I don't think that it's impossible that that could happen. But if you're already like expecting some kind of conspiracy or something, any little thing that happens, like you can walk into a haunted house that you think is really haunted. And it's really just people pushing walls and shit and everything that. Ha- oh, my God, I knew this was real. Like it's called confirmation bias. When you believe something is going to happen and you go looking for it, you're going to find it.
0: Yeah, because you're so biased that exactly. you're, you're creating that as a reality in it, your head. That exactly. No matter what happened
1: it was going to support your your thought process. Exactly. So that's why you had to go into things with an open mind and just kind of like look for, I guess, opposing points of view and then make up your own decision. But no, I heard a lot about the Sound of Freedom thing. and uh, Yeah, and
0: this was the craziest thing is Sound of Freedom funder, somebody who produced the movie, charged with accessory of child
1: kidnapping. <laughs> so he produced a movie about child trafficking and then gets arrested for child trafficking. Yep. Wow. I guess you got to be pretty fucking stupid to put out something that's going to lead right back to you. My man was like,
0: all right, yeah, let's go ahead and put some money into this. And then was like, I kind of like it. <laughs> <And> to <just> started <laughs> getting involved. I don't, I don't know. Nah. There's no way like,
1: that he's like Bruce Wayne playing Batman. It's like, oh yeah, we got to find this this vigilante <laughs> yeah. the whole time you the fucking vigilante <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Scooby Doo fucking villain head ass
0: fucking Bruce Wayne is giving money to the fucking police department right. to capture Batman <laughs> he's Batman the whole fucking time funny um, fucking idiot so yeah when I, I remember hearing that a little bit after um, I'm like what the
1: fuck yeah it makes the whole point like of watching a movie kind of it moved. invalidates yeah. the whole movie yeah yeah invalidates yeah. invalidates invalid- invalid, so okay, okay, Invalid. yeah yeah, no, I agree. and That's kind of fucking wild. Yeah. But um
0: men don't share feelings, right? Men don't talk about their feelings. Uh big so I had seen a clip on TikTok which have you seen it though? I linked it. Or not TikTok, Twitter. Yeah. Um I linked it. I can put it up in in the video for everyone to to watch as well. Um you but can just I mean she it was it in the
1: description so you can
0: yeah. Uh, But she was making pretty valid arguments, right? And it's weird because around the same time, my wife had shared an Instagram video Mm -hmm. where this woman was basically uh, saying that she's raising her child a certain way, her son, Mm -hmm. to be very specific, a certain way, because, you know, to save the future girlfriend or wife that they're going to be dating uh, from dating a man who has an emotional...
1: Let me get it. Unintelligent. Yeah, exactly. Like they they have no emotional intelligence.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and then another one where like teaching my son how to write down his emotions so he doesn't have explosive responses at random. Right. Right. So both of those things pretty valid. Right. Men don't know how to really share it. And when they do, what happens is just like the clip that I, uh, I talked about on Twitter is then women are not taught to validate the emotions or feelings that men share. Yeah, What they do is they retain it and then they weaponize it yeah. for a later date. They keep it to themselves and they might sit there and agree with you or try to make you feel better or just allow you to be heard. But once they have the opportunity to use that against you, they're going to do it in the in, in, as yeah. quickly as they can. Yeah. It's, Evan, we, we've heard this story before. They, they use it as weapons, you know, knowledge is weapons in a relationship, and women quickly do that when they get the chance to. So it goes both ways. Yeah, what men need to feel more comfortable sharing their feelings and controlling their feelings, but women also need to be raised and taught that when a man does that, that's not to be used against them.
1: I don't know if anybody's going to teach them that. Because what I've noticed, and this is not to say all women, but some women realize that not a lot hurts men, right? From a verbal standpoint. Like okay. There's only certain things that you can do or say to make a man upset. Mm-hmm. So they use one of the very few things that they know about him to be able to essentially get back at him or get, because like, some women can be very petty. Like, so if you upset them, or you do something that they don't like, then they want to take it to the 100th level. And so the easiest way to do that or the one way that they know is to use the one thing that you essentially, like, hold close to you. Mm-hmm. Like, so if, if you and your mom were close or something and, um, you know, you shared something that you didn't really like about your mom, she could circle back to that in the middle of an argument. Like, well, that's why your mom... Said that you'll never be a man because blah blah blah. Like, because if she she could say, oh, um, your muscles are small, you got a big head. Like men are used to shit like that. We, that we grow, that's how we talk. Yeah, to we each grow other. up yeah, and yeah. you know talking shit and insulting each other. So it's it's no big deal. But for her to take it somewhere like that, she knows she's going to get a reaction out of you, and that's what she wants because it, in a sense, it makes people feel like, oh, now he's listening because he's reacting.
0: Okay. Which is obviously toxic. <laughs> it's, it's funk. And you know what's funny is like when we take this conversation and we incorporate it to one of our earlier episodes where we had the marriage counselor in it. What did, what did she say? She said that women, uh, they react off of memory. Right. Right. That was yeah. one of the things that she said that yeah. when they have those discussions, it's they, they use their memory to do it. Yeah. And I'm like... It, they 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 do they do because they have to remember what you told them at what time because they're gonna use it again in the future, <laughs> like that's that's the memory that they're. I didn't I didn't think <laughs> yeah. about it like
1: that. I thought it was like more we tie like events to emotion. Mm-hmm. Like remember the most hurtful thing that you experienced as a kid. You remember it because of how it made you feel, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay, they they tie their emotions to events so it can better help them remember shit later on.
0: I mean, like that that may be valid. I, yeah, I don't know. That's just know? how I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh completely. I mean, similar but different. Mm. Uh, because the way I thought about it is the way I just explained it. Is like, oh, they they heard something that they know can be used. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, you know, not jot that down. Let's not forget that. And it might not be for a week, two months, a year, but when they need that to come back, they're gonna bring it back up. It's the same way that the 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 counselor said it. Yeah. She even said, um, you know, that you need to validate their emotions. Uh, but when you have a conversation, that they're gonna be like, Well, you did this in this last year. Yeah. Or you said this in this last year. Yeah. Right. And it's like yeah, well, you're taking what I said in confidence and kind of have to build myself up to get there to tell you. And you're automatically you're waiting for your opportunity to use it in an argument to yeah. win the argument. And that's a problem.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you can fix that in, in one or two generations. I think that's something that's going to take a while because the way things work in this world. And why who you like let your kids spend time with is so important is because you can do everything you can at home to make sure your kid knows everything and, you know, stand up individual and has good manners. You send them to school with a bunch of little shits and they don't come back home. Fuck you, dad. Let me get my straight. Like... What school am I sending them to? Me and Peanut about to go spend the block.
0: <laughs> How old like, were they? <laughs> they like could eight? be four or five.
1: <laughs> Shit, kids be like eight years old catching bodies now. Wilding, wildin'. yeah, it was a fucking twelve year old in Philly just got killed and dumped and, and put in a dumpster. It's yeah. fucking wild.
0: So maybe if her, if his mom had raised him to. Write his emotions down. You think that oh, would have changed? Get the him. fuck out of here. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what the backstory behind that is, but that's, it's fucked up. But not nah, like to, to the point that we were talking about, it's like you can only do so much and hope that what you say sticks. So we just have to create a better, like societal understanding of when men share something, don't use it against them. Like you said earlier. And, I think one of the things that they can do to create this space for men to share their emotions is shut the fuck up. Like if I tell you how I'm feeling about something, don't, don't shame or guilt me. Like people be good for that. Like, Oh man up. Yeah. 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 Man the fuck up. Oh, you want, you want to be the woman in a relationship?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Like in order to kind of translate it to the way that a woman feels in my opinion, Uh, women make the complaint that they often share their problems with their significant other like a guy Mm -hmm. and what they get in response is the man trying to solve their issues right and they make that complaint that that's not what you're looking for they're looking just for uh, somebody to listen to them somebody to hug them Mm -hmm. somebody to just be with them in that moment Um, and you know I, I understand that but men are also you know we're human human and we're we're made to fix issues like that's what we do we see a problem we try our best to kind of fix the problem so when a woman comes and approaches us with a problem we want to help in that situation and kind of give out potential solutions but that's not what you guys are looking for from what i'm hearing you guys want us to what shut the fuck up right so it goes both ways when a man shares something that is close to him an emotion or feeling uh that's You know, nobody else has heard and he's sharing that with you. Shut the fuck up. Just let it happen. Listen to him. And don't later on be like, oh, well, you a bitch. Remember when you told me so and so and dot, dot, dot. (laughs) That's Can't have it both ways. The double standards on a lot of things need to fucking stop.
1: bro. It reminds me of this video I saw on TikTok. Um, The dude was like, he was talking about how women have this thing now where they're shaming men about wanting a different kind of treatment from what. I guess their fathers or their father's fathers kind of were used to, you know, cuz you know the idea of a man in the traditional sense is, you know, stoic, brave, um, you know, emotionally insensitive or, you know, unintuned with his emotions, basically like just a fucking robot, like a, a providing human robot that you don't have to worry about in an emotional aspect. And he was saying how women have this thing now where they talk about how men have princess behavior in today's society, where they want to be treated, they want to be catered to. And it's like he broke it down perfectly. I should have fucking saved the video, but he broke it down perfectly because he was like, like that's basic human decency. Like a guy doesn't necessarily want to chase you forever. Like it should be a mutual thing. If I show interest in you and you're interested in me, it should be like us meeting each other halfway. It shouldn't be I'm, I'm chasing you. I'm letting you dunk on me in front of your friends and friend zone me just to see how much I can put up with until you eventually decide to fucking say, all right, fuck it. You know, you you stuck around for this long. I, I'm going to give you a shot. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird to think that because a man wants to be validated and told that, you know, he's important or, you know, having, having your woman initiate sex so that you know, like, oh damn, she wants it too. It's not just all on me. Like I, I'm not just a horny ass, like out of control dick with a brain. Like, nah, like it's, it's mutual. She, she wants, um, she wants to be loved and wants me to feel loved like that. That's normal. That's not just behavior that women should, should receive like that. But for, for y'all to think that is crazy. And for the dudes who's saying like, oh, he's soft. He is. He is. It's the same reason why dudes running around offing themselves because they're bottling up so much shit because they're getting shamed every 30 seconds to feel like, oh, they're like if I if I want love or if I want somebody to appreciate my art or if I want to dance or something, I'm, I'm weird or I'm soft like like y'all y'all got to chill with all of that shit man men are human beings at the end of the day we deserve the same treatment that everybody else is getting
0: and i feel like we're in such an odd state as as society because we're in a place where we're forcing each other to kind of accept each other right it's like you it has to be super accepting right now
1: men are excluded from that though
0: yeah because it's like, as soon as we talk about something or we try to share our point of view or ask for the same acceptance, it's like, what, this is not your fucking time to ask right. for that. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such an awkward place that we are. Like it's peop- people asking for acceptance without giving it.
1: And, and it's weird because it's like, how do you, ex- how do you expect people to react when you're saying, I want, I want, I want, you give, you give, you give, and they don't get anything in return. Yeah. Like, you, there's no human being on the planet that's healthy and, and has a functioning brain who's willing to just give all the time and get nothing in return. That's fucking wild. Like, if you have somebody like that in your life, I feel bad for that person because what are they? Just meat. If you if you're just constantly doing for, for people all the time and, and not getting anything in return, you're you're unimportant. Sorry to tell you. Yeah. And I
0: think anybody with a brain or even two brain cells to rub together can tell you that if a person is doing nothing but giving constantly without ever wanting to receive or get, you know, get back, there's a, there's an issue in, with that person. There's yeah. a mental health or whether like it's an emotional damage trauma type trauma, situation yeah, that, yeah. that they're dealing with that they can't accept something from somebody that they have to be the one to give so if you're in a situation where you're constantly giving and you're not receiving because you don't feel re- comfortable receiving that's a problem and if you're with somebody who doesn't feel comfortable receiving
1: you need to help them out I was talking to a therapist a couple of years ago and they, and they said that exactly what you just said it was like People who are like people pleasers typically grow up in a household or an environment where they're not taught that they're important or that they're that they are heard. And so they just get so used to like trying to please the people around them and and do things in order to be accepted, essentially, uh, that they for that they end up forgetting to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it is and and you see it play out time and time again and it's like bro like men are from birth taught uh you know to to do things and to build yourself to be sort of like acceptable in society like as a as a young boy like nobody nobody cares if you're if you're upset about something most times like you know like uh, actually, let me not say that because I'm sure there are some families now who are teaching their kids about emotional intelligence and, you know, being aware of of how you're feeling emotionally. But there's way too many people who are teaching their kids, their sons to just be tough, you know, be tough, be strong, this, don't cry, like keep your head up. Like, like you should allow your son to experience a range of emotion, emotions so that way they're not they're not teaching the same shit or treating their partner like that. Cause what, what happens when you tell a man not to cry and then they, they're with a woman who's like crying every so often, or she, she, she's upset about things that he's doing. He is detached from that because he was never taught or never allowed to experience or express those emotions. He can't help her in that situation. And now you just create this person who's going to bounce from person to person, hurting other people in their relationships because he can't, you know, he can't help in a sense. Yeah, he doesn't understand what's going on. Exactly. He doesn't
0: understand how to maneuver. Um, so that's when I'd like to backtrack to the beginning. It is important for young kids to be taught how to manage their emotions and to understand that emotions are a good thing, that both women, men uh, have those emotions and just being able to maneuver through them. Um, but it, it's a two-way street. If, if this kid that's being raised to, to understand their emotions and to share them uh, runs into the everyday woman who doesn't validate his emotions, then that teaching was at a loss. It was unnecessary. He might forever be the good guy, but because of the way that women are moving about the, like, this day and age, th- that's not going to work for him.
1: Somebody I know said they had a, like, an issue with their girl, and he brought it up to her. He's like, yo, why is it that when you do X, Y, Z... It's cool, but if I do it, it's an issue. And she basically said, like, no, not basically verbatim, What she said, oh, what you want to be, the bitch in a relationship, bro? <laughs> and it's bad that we laugh, right? Because, I mean, this it's is like, funny. <laughs> and, and, and he had the same reaction. He was like, you know what? You got it. You're right. I forgot. I was, I'm a man, so. Yeah, yeah, I got to shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, it's something to be worked on. Um, and, ladies, you let us know if we're just fucking wrong and why we are.
1: I don't think we are. Nah, they wouldn't do that. Not out loud because then they look like shit. Yo, okay, Yeah, yeah. they'll just share it with their own. Uh... Look at this stupid <laughs> motherfucker talking about emotions. What these are men th- are so soft these days. Yeah, that's a new ick. <laughs> a new ick. <laughs> a new <laughs> ick is when the guy talks about his a emotions. A new ick. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> I don't got no icks except for when you show up and you don't got nothing to offer me expecting me to fucking do everything. All right, let's you, move forward. You were to talk about some really weird shit? What's up? Yeah, I've been on this, like, alien binge oh, ever boy. since let's hear it. this fucking... Uh, ever since the UFO hearings with Congress, like, I've been, like, watching and listening to every fucking thing now because I'm like, okay, is this real? Like, it, why are we talking about this in Congress? Is this fucking real? So apparently... Um, I had I, I just watched this episode of Joe Rogan with um, Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. These are two dudes who have put out documentaries. George Knapp has been a report like a news reporter. He's been doing this shit for, for decades. He's old as hell now, but um, he does, he does also uh, investigate like UFO sightings and different things like that. So they were on Joe Rogan's podcast and they were talking about a bunch of wild, shit like a bunch and you know some of the stuff they were talking about was from the the UFO hearings and they were just saying how Congress is pushing forward all this documentation um, with language included in the, in the documents, basically like bills to say, um, if it's almost like a protection for people who could potentially be hiding um, UFOs or alien bodies, or whatever and it said something like, Um, if you, you have 90 days from the time this bill is passed to produce any sort of UFO findings or any extraterrestrial, you know, information, whatever you have, and you won't be penalized, uh, in the event that you don't, and we find it, Mm. whatever funding you're receiving from the government will cease to exist permanently. Okay. Now, like I heard that shit and I'm like, What? Like now, now we're putting in laws about fucking aliens, bro. Is that not crazy to hear that?
0: Yeah, if they're 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 putting forward bills, <laughs> uh, rotating like circulating the alien. That kind of makes it more serious. Yeah, <laughs> bro. But that's not like,
1: bro. I got goosebumps when I heard that. Sh- I'm like, yo, what the? F-? This not just like Bigfoot and like witch hunt shit no more. This is. We're we're gonna have laws about fucking UFOs?
0: Are they still UFOs? I feel like don't they call them something different? Oh, now? oh they call
1: them uh, UAPs. UAPs. Yeah, yeah. U, yeah. 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 I think UAP,
0: U, UFOs um, is disrespectful to aliens. <laughs> 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 so Yo. they want us to switch the link. Up. Yeah,
1: not nah, because they um I don't know. I guess UAPs more like military sounding. So. No, nah, but there's this there's this clip from the Joe Rogan shit I wanted to show you. Okay, hold on, let me find it. A bunch of other ones there. They keep discovering new ones, but God, there's a giant leap between us and the other primates. A wee- All right, So for context, Joe Rogan's talking to Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp about how similar human beings are compared to primates that mm-hmm. that still exist. Okay. And so they're, they're basically going to break it down. But they're saying like it's kind of wild that human beings went from not knowing shit, kind of like Neanderthal-ish, very close cousins to primates, to now we're inventing and building shit.
0: Okay. So of, before we continue, is yeah. now the theory that aliens
1: helped us get to that? We're basically experiments for them. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah. So George Knapp had interviewed this dude, John Lear, like maybe 30 years ago. And John, maybe, no, it was 30, maybe it's longer than that. But he interviewed this dude, John Lear, who had apparently been doing like research and interviews and stuff with people who had experience with UFOs. And John Lear was saying how he found out that, um, aliens had been coming here since like this, this crash landing, which, is, which they call the Roswell incident. And, Ever since then, human beings have been exchanging, like, other human beings um, for techno- technology and technological advances. And so John Lear had found out from somebody he was talking to that um, aliens essentially, like, fucked with our DNA at some point in time, which caused us to accelerate and become what we are today from, from monkeys, so aliens are our like are our God. <laughs> and, and it's crazy you said that because in that same interview, he talks about how if you don't read the Bible as something like just metaphoric, but you read it literally mm-hmm. and how people were worshiping God from the sky and watching thundering and clouds and fire and all this shit. He's like, if you were born hundreds of years ago and you saw a fucking rocket ship you wouldn't know what the fuck you were looking at. And I'm just like, wow, like, that's kind of weird. I mean, that would also explain pyramids.
0: So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Since we can't explain it Since now. No one can't explain yeah.
0: pyramids. We're just going to go ahead and give that to the aliens who also created us. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Yeah.
0: You know what? I love? I love theories like that because it's just like they're fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they take what we know as reality or, you know, our everyday knowledge of something and they question it. Yeah. And then they alter that for what we thought was true mm. and then create doubt <laughs> within ourselves. Right. And I'm like, that's a, that's a, that's how a conspiracy should fucking work. Don't I, hit me I with some agree. bullshit. If I'm not sitting here kind of thinking, oh, shit, I did see that. Or if I were in that situation, I would view it this way. Then your conspiracy theory is trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all
1: real shit. I, it's just, it's wild for me because, like, for years, you know, You hear about this kind of stuff. You just ignore it, whatever, whatever. And then these people start talking about this shit. And maybe you go back and watch an old interview or something. And it's like, wow, like this dude said this was was happening or this was going to happen. And now it's kind of playing out. So like sometimes the conspiracy theory people aren't so crazy. It's just they don't have a whole lot to work with. So it just sounds crazy because if, you didn't know me and know that I was not somebody who was at home smoking meth. And, I'm, you know, I'm just in here talking about this shit. You'd be like, Larry, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so conspiracy theorists are geniuses. I never said that. Well, they're taking
0: a, a, a minute part of a story and they're creating the rest of it. Probably. <laughs> I think
1: I think the problem is when you start talking about shit but you can't explain it or you, and you have no evidence to support it. Then, like, people are looking at you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? But
0: I mean, if you talk about religion, there's no way to prove anything. There's no evidence to support that either. They have a book written by a man, and they want me to say that that man had God through him, <sighs> and and wrote that story through through the person. So it's like it's it's all the same. Well, if you think about
1: it now, I guess you can say Jesus was an alien.
0: I mean, that's what I'm hearing.
1: He walked on water. Come on alien Bro. type activity yeah. he was dead then he wasn't like mm-hmm. I, yeah i don't know it's just it's just wild to me like now that I, I gotta question everything i'm in church today i'm like damn like
0: and to go back to who the jesus being an alien so let's say you know how it, depending on what religion or race they all have their different views of what jesus looks like yeah right Is it because his technology as an alien coming to this earth was so advanced that when you looked at him, you
1: saw what you thought would be godlike? Well, apparently when people have encounters with aliens, they have the ability to make you see what they want you to see.
0: Well, there it is. (laughs) People were looking at Jesus and was like, he looks how I think a God or the son of God would look. And it changes based off the culture because different cultures have different interpretations of what the son of God would look like. Boom, Jesus was an alien.
1: Yeah. So when they talk to um, some of those like pilots or whatever and try to understand, um, you know, what the aerial phenomenon is that they encountered. Sometimes they have different descriptions of whatever it is that they mm. that they were taught, that they encountered because oh, they're true. like, you know, they're like, oh, it looks, I guess they describe it in a way that only they know how. Because if we're looking at something that we've never seen before, you're going to, and you, you saw gonna, it for a split second. You're, exactly. You're going to equate it to something that, you know, uh, I guess it looks like a fucking triangle. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because you, know, you have no other word to describe it. You compare it to the best thing that you can. Exactly. Uh, that makes sense. What What if What if aliens are real? What, is, what does that do for yeah. us as, as human beings?
0: Um, it depends on where they stand. If they really are maker, then I think we have to kind of give them their credit. <laughs> uh, but if they're just, you know... Couple of other like living creatures that stumbled upon our planet by accident and then figured out that this was a pretty vacation, the pretty cool vacation spot um, for them. Um, then I think we treat them no different than we treat our uh, each other like shit. So,
1: <laughs> right, yeah, like hey, uh, I'm having a cookout, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't speak that here. This is America. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine being racist towards the I alien? I can, I can't <laughs> imagine it. <laughs> Like, oh. And
0: until, until we get more laws around aliens, we're going to be able to do what we want.
1: Bro, this has been a wild ass year. Like, the the thing that's going to fuck me up is when there's a, there's a law that says, like, all right, you're not allowed to shoot, kidnap, rape, or assault aliens in any way. Because when you see that, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. This is this is fucking for real. Aliens are people too. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm a little worried in a sense, like, if that shit is real and they're so much more technologically advanced than us, what happens if they decide? Let's start over. They just, yeah, <laughs> or they just don't fuck with me like or my family like mm-hmm. what the fuck am I supposed to
0: zap do you out of existence
1: what the fuck am I supposed to do <laughs> you can't you can't, pro- you can't protect yourself can't like, as a man that's pretty fucking scary like I can't <laughs> defend myself The new work is uh, Larry got killed by an alien oh he got my zapped God. away <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put a tinfoil hat on me for this fucking <laughs> <laughs> for the thumbnail <laughs> Larry saw an alien.
0: Look, we covered a lot in this episode. Yeah. You know, we went, for, like, we talked Doja Cat demons. Who's an alien? Uh, huh? Doja Cat's an alien?
1: You heard it here first.
0: No, you don't know. What if, like, aliens do look like demons and that's the...
1: That's what they said. okay. They said that uh, the aliens took a while to, to acclimate people because they looked like the devil. You should go watch that Joe Rogan episode.
0: So it's either they look like the devil or they look like Jesus. And they <laughs> look like Doja Cat. <laughs> like Doja Cat. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, but, you know, we covered a lot in this episode. Um, again, if you got stuck around, uh, let us know which one was your favorite part. Uh, and also public service announcement from the Man Cave podcast. Ladies, if you're in a committed relationship with uh, a man that you love and he loves you back, every now and again, send him a tip pick. I think it's going to make his day. Uh, and titty every pick. Titty picks, Nothing wrong with that. If you were at work all day and you're stressing and you got a nice little titty pit, you're not going to be moving differently. You'd be like, all right, cool. Let me just keep working. But
1: what if she's insecure about her titties?
0: Then she's... What?
1: She's in a committed relationship with you. People have done that. I've, I've been in that situation. You're
0: insecure about your titties? Yeah. Oh, okay. So what are you saying? Don't set tit pics. I'm just trying to encourage more titty pics. <laughs> Be Whoa, fucking throw it around. Well, whatever.
1: Make sure you like and subscribe. Also, we really appreciate the support. We're almost at 400 subscribers, which is huge for us. Since how we only started in October. Y'all have been such a fucking awesome team. Except the motherfuckers who watch and don't subscribe or like or comment or anything. You just ghost watching. We don't fuck with that. Become a part of the man cave. This is where you belong. We love you. Sometimes, when you subscribe. Only then. Only then. <laughs> yeah. Reciprocal. Anything else?
0: No, I think you covered
1: everything. Awesome. Well, you're welcome. We'll catch y'all next time. This is the man cave. This is Larry. This is my show. Y'all be safe out there. Peace.